it is Adam. Welcome back to Bringing It Backwards, a podcast where both legendary and rising artists tell their own personal stories of how they achieve stardom. On this episode, we had a chance to hang out with Elise Hayes over Zoom video. Elise was born and raised in New Hampshire, and she talks about how she got into music, comes from a very artistic household, her brother's guitar player, and she started singing at a very, very early age, started playing piano around eight. She's classically trained on the piano and as a vocalist. She ended up attending Berklee School of Music. When she graduated, she moved down to Nashville, having one of her songs placed on Grey's Anatomy. She was also a keyboard player and background singer for Carly Pierce. So she talked about that experience, where she was when COVID hit, and all about her new EP, which is called Human Heart. You can watch our interview with Elise on our Facebook page and YouTube channel at Bringing It Backwards. It would be awesome if you subscribe to our channel, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Bringing Back Pod. And if you're listening to this on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, it would be awesome if you follow us there as well and hook us up with a five-star review. We'd appreciate your support if you follow and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. We're bringing it backwards with Elise Hayes. Awesome. So I am Adam, and this is about you and your journey in music. And uh, we'll talk about the new EP as well. Absolutely. Cool, cool. Uh, awesome. So first off, where were you born and raised? Um, I was born in Keene, New Hampshire. It's like a small New England town. And uh, yeah, I, I grew up there, and then I went to college in Boston. Okay. And um, Right after I graduated college, I moved down to Nashville. Amazing. Are you in Nashville still? Yeah. Yep. Awesome. I'm in uh, the suburbs of Nashville as well. Far, get out. We could have done this in person. I know. I know. I keep finding this out that I'm like, oh, this person's in Nashville. I just interviewed somebody else that was in Nashville. I'm like, oh, oh well. Uh, next time, though, it, 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 uh, it allows us to have another discussion, I guess. Exactly. <laughs> what suburb are you in? Uh, I'm in Williamson County. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. I'll tell you after. <laughs> you don't want to, I won't ask for your address. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Amazing. Well, okay. You said you grew up in New Hampshire. Is that what you said? Yeah. What was it like growing up there? Um, it's amazing. It's such a beautiful part of the country. And, um, I don't know. It's, it's a really, really sweet town that I grew up in. It's very like, I don't know if you've ever been to New England. I have not. My best friend's from there and I've just, and I've never went, but he moved next to me when we were like kids. Yeah. It's just very like homey and cute and people are super nice and I don't know, just really value nature. And, um, I loved, I loved growing up there and I feel like I, I love it more now because it's just like, you know, once you leave, you always appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Sure. But yeah, I love it there. I uh-huh. love it there. Well, you said you went to school in Boston. I'm just assuming you went. I don't know if you even said this. Did you go to Berkeley? I did. Okay, I figured. (laughs) If you're a songwriter in music and you said you go to Boston, that's just an assumption there. Um, But awesome. So how did you get into music? Obviously, very talented. I'm just basing off your songs, but the fact that you went there, um, how did you get involved in music? Family, anything like that? Yeah, my dad is a super musical guy. He is kind of a hobbyist guitar player and loves like James Taylor and Joni Mitchell and just like a huge music lover. 
so there's always music on in the house and my mom her dad was an artist a painter and so I feel like art was just like super valued in our mm -hmm. house growing up and um yeah it was just one of those things that I I just I don't really remember beginning it I know that's cliche to say but I feel like I really have been singing since I was a little kid and just wanting to do it and pursue it since I was super young mm -hmm. so, and yeah, just you kind of got into it and then like started doing musical theater and voice lessons and just kind of different choirs and things like that. And, and just kind of, I don't know, found, found my way into Berkeley and yeah, it's been a, it's been a ride. Yeah. Has it always been voice or did you pick up an instrument? I know you play instruments, but was it something you also picked up at an early age? Um, yeah, I've been playing piano since I was probably like eight. Okay. Um, yeah, that was something Everybody in my family played an instrument. My brother's a really talented guitar player. My sister played piano. And I think my parents, it was always really important to them for us to have music lessons. Mm -hmm. So I'm super grateful that they really instilled that in us. But yeah, yeah. So both kind of singing and playing piano from a young age. Okay. Does your brother still play or is he yeah. pursuing yeah. music? He's, he's not like professionally pursuing music i guess but he still plays and he's awesome and has bands in new england that he plays shows with and stuff like that so that's amazing yeah so piano at eight and did you continue playing piano throughout your is that what you went to berkeley for did you go for vocals i went to, to berkeley primarily for voice okay um, and yeah no i i played all through high school classically trained and then um as I sort of got into songwriting, mm -hmm. um, I really just kind of fell into playing my own songs or playing other people's songs. And, and I've always been, you know, primarily a piano player. Like when I play shows, I, I play and sing and um, yeah, it's always been like a huge part of my artistry. Okay. And when did you start writing music on, of your own? I mean, I was always like, I had this little toy keyboard when I was a kid in my room that had belonged to my brother. And I would like stay up late and like find notes on the keyboard and, and write like really terrible lyrics. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I, so I think in a way I've been writing since I was really young, mm -hmm. but like full songs, probably not until like the end of high school. Okay. And do you remember showing these songs to people? Like, were they songs that you kept to yourself or were you like laying out and like, out and about? Very nervous about showing people songs that I had written. I was always a singer. So it was like, I had no problem when I was in high school, like getting out and singing a cover of something. I would mm -hmm. like felt it out. <laughs> but sure. Like, <laughs> it came to writing my own stuff. I was way more insecure about it. And so I would like show my friends or I would show like, a boyfriend or something like that and they would be like you wrote that and I'm like yeah but I don't know if it's good and I think it was really encouraging to go to a place like Berkeley because there were so many kids that were way ahead of the game at that point like getting into school having already played their own shows having like put out records and I was mm -hmm. like okay like maybe it's maybe it's okay that I've always done this and like I should put myself out there more so that's definitely like uh, when I really started pursuing it and feeling like I could do it was like when I first got to school. When, okay. And to get into Berkeley, was there an audition process? I've 
interviewed many people that went there and everyone's got a different story. It's either like, oh yeah, they just let me in or like I had to be on the spot doing sight reading or I had to submit a demo. Like, what was your story? I, I had to audition. It was like, I went to a summer program. Okay. I've talked to people about this one as well. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like the summer before my senior year of high school, they have like a five week intensive that you can do. And I was always just kind of like, I want to get out of New Hampshire. Like I got to get out of here. There's nothing going on. And so I remember I found um, this program on the internet and I like begged my parents for years to let me go. And, it, and you know, when you're a kid, you don't even think about how expensive that is or like, right. So I think they were like, okay, like, hang on, we got to figure this out. <laughs> sure. I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe I like expected them to do that. But they did it for me. And um, at that program, I was encouraged to audition um, for like a scholarship for school at the mm-hmm. program. So I did that and I ended up getting like a little bit of a scholarship to go. That's um, awesome. So yeah, it was kind of like at that point, once I had gone there, I applied to like a couple of other schools and I auditioned for those two. But it was like, once you go to Berkeley and you see like, wow, there's all of these people, like one in four kids is international. Mm-hmm. And there's all these different kinds of music and so much diversity. And I was just like hooked. So I couldn't not go after that summer. Okay. And w- when you go to this intensive camp, because like I said, I've interviewed other people that have went but I've never really asked too many questions on it. Like, is it something where you show up and there's a bunch of kids that either want to go to Berkeley or they're interested in playing music? Yeah. Is there like a dip, like a big wide net of people's like skill levels? Cause like, I would imagine like, Oh, I, I play guitar a little bit. Like I want to go try to check this out. And it's like, I know three power chords or is it like people that are really, really into it? God, it was so long ago now that it's hard for me to remember exactly like, okay. <laughs> in terms of like skill level but I I do remember it I don't think it was hard to go I mean I think Mm -hmm. like you had to submit an essay and maybe like a recording or something oh so there was like uh, okay that I guess that was my that answered it you have to get into the camp it's not like I can just sign up and go well I mean maybe it is honestly I I can't remember but I feel like I remember there being like you had to say why you wanted to go what you were up to, like you had to kind of prove your presence, I guess. That makes sense though. Formal audition, but, um, but yeah, I remember we just all got there and you go and it, it's intense. Like the first half an hour that you're there, you have to do an audition and they give you like a, a rating. Oh, wow. <laughs> you just kind of like wear like a scarlet letter. Um, <laughs> oh, man. That's brutal. Do you have to sing in front of everybody or just like maybe some professors? like really intimidatingly talented teachers. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Amazing things. And so, yeah, it was like right off the bat, like you were in a very professional environment. Okay. I think is good. I think for me, I was definitely intimidated, but I was like just excited. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, Real quick question on your brother. Is he older or younger than you? He's older. He's older. Did you ever play with him? Like in like, obviously he's in bands and stuff. Did you guys ever do anything together? Yeah. So, um, my brother is 10 years older than me. So growing up, it was always like, he is so much cooler than me. He's playing (laughs) cars and he's like, he's 
you know, living in California and doing all these cool things. Um, so it was always kind of like me just kind of looking up at him, but as we've sort of like leveled out now, I feel Mm -hmm. like we have done a lot of stuff together, especially like at family events, like we'll play for my dad is like one of his favorite things is to like play with the two of us. And so we've done stuff like that. And if I've played up, um, around my hometown he's played with me and stuff so that's really that's cool awesome to be able to do that that is so cool i'm 11 years older than my sister so it's interesting to hear like the other <laughs> other side of the coin <laughs> yeah, i'm always just like i was always just like does he know that i sing <laughs> <laughs> now it's that's- like He's just like, okay, we get that you sing. <laughs> That's awesome. So you go to Berkeley and then when you graduate, like is what, when you get there and you're learning, like, what do you want to do? Like, is it, I want to do an artist project and I want to put records out myself. I want to tour with an artist I want to write songs. Like you said, you kind of fell into songwriting at the school. Like what was your direction? I mean, to be honest with you, I think I went into Berkeley hoping that I would find that. Okay. I didn't have, I knew that I wanted to be a singer and I knew that I, I was good at that and I felt like I could find uh, a career doing it, but I wasn't sure if I was good enough to write my own songs or if I needed to find my own songs or how that even like, I'm from New Hampshire. There's no like industry. My dad's a guidance counselor. My mom's a nurse. I was like, I hope that I can figure out a path here. And what ended up happening was Um, like I said, I just, I fell into songwriting and I got so obsessed with making music. I had like a, an R and B band there and, um, a couple of guys that I just started writing with all of the time. And then it became very clear that like, okay, this is my path. Like Mm -hmm. I'm going to write my own songs and I'm going to play shows and I'm going to, um, you know, pursue this as an artist versus like. I don't know, trying to go on American Idol or something like that. (laughs) Sure. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but for me, it was like, I just really found comfort in being able to create something that felt singular Mm -hmm. mine versus like having to be compared to other people. Like I feel like with um, my artistry, I was able to just be myself you know, mm-hmm. kind of a crazy business, like to be able to find the way that you say things and the way that you uh, write music just felt like a hug versus a lot of the rest of it. <laughs> sure, sure. That makes sense. And it's hard to find your voice, right? I mean, that's probably one of the hardest things to do. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's embarrassing to go back and like, I was so heavily, heavily influenced by like some of the best R&B singers like Erica Badu and Jill Scott and like just these incredible artists in that genre. And I, I needed to figure out where I was in that world, you know, Mm -hmm. like I, I, and so it's, it's funny to go back and be like, you can't quite sing like them. (laughs) Well, you have your own sound, right? I mean, they can't sing like you. It totally came out of that. Like, you know, you pull from all of these people that you love so much. And eventually you're like, oh, I think I'm making stuff that sounds like me now. And mm-hmm. like everything else. Sure. Sure. Wow. Okay. Well, what was your first or like what, once you graduated or did it happen during school that you've kind of like you had a first like milestone success or like what was the first big moment for you either in school or when you had finished? 
I mean, there was a couple things in school that were like really amazing experiences. Got to sing for Steve Winwood. I got to sing for Earth, Wind and Fire. Like, oh, wow. Crazy and cool. Like, how did you get those gigs? Like, was it just you auditioned to sing with them? Well, and it, it was like at the end of each uh, school year, they would they would pick people to be a part of a commencement concert. Oh, cool. You could. I got the opportunity to to sing in front of them. And that was equal parts nerve wracking and amazing. Um, <laughs> it's like in an arena. Like, the, it's so crazy looking back. It's like, wow, you guys like we were so young. but We just like got up there and did it. Um. But yeah, so that was amazing. And then when I ended up moving to Nashville, um, it, it just ended up being like a really cool journey. We, we moved here at the same time as, um, a friend of ours named Johnny Duke, who at the time was playing for little big town. Wow. Was living across the street from John Osborne of brothers Osborne and all (laughs) like weird things like came together and started playing writers rounds and all of these different things. And, um, I, I guess like my first big moment was like my first TV placement. I mm-hmm. like a, I had written a song with this amazing artist named Jill Andrews called Ruster Gold, and it ended up on Grey's Anatomy. That was like wow TV placement, and I was like, whoa, that's huge. <laughs> yeah, it was a big deal, and it was one of those things where I was like, okay, like I had, I had been in town for like a year. And I, I think it was like a huge vote of encouragement for me to like stay around and mm-hmm. like validated you being here, I'd imagine. So, wow. It's interesting because Grey's Anatomy, whoever was the music director or, you know, at the time for that show was like such a tastemaker. They would grab these artists and put them on the show. And then, you know, you hear years later, like, oh, it's blah, blah, blah. And like, oh, yeah, my first place. Like they would. They were picking these bands and finding these songs that were yeah. these artists that ended up blowing up. It's crazy. Yeah. Ingrid Michaelson, I think, like her entire career started off of a Grey's Anatomy placement. That's insane. I, I interviewed somebody else that had the same story, but I can't remember who it was. But it was like, yeah, they just kept getting songs picked up by Grey's Anatomy. And then it was like, you know, so many Spotify or like Shazams became a thing. And then it was like building yeah. their career. It's insane. Yeah, it's totally like, an incredible vessel. And I think like for me uh, being in Nashville and not doing country per se, mm-hmm. being very much in like a country network with like all of these country artists that were starting to pop off. I was kind of like, well, what is my path going to be? You know? Mm-hmm. And I think with the Grey's Anatomy placement, just watching Jill and how it affected her career and her listeners and her fan base, I was just like, wow, that's like an amazing way to, connect with people i mean national tv man it's like right i think that the the song in the back of a tv show is going to affect people the way that it does especially shows like gray's anatomy or Mm -hmm. any of those like kind of like the drama type shows like yeah they get inside of you and you fall in love with the characters like people really attach themselves to the music Mm -hmm. so yeah that was like the first thing where i was like i think i can like think i can do this (laughs) yeah yeah well did you move to nashville just because you knew it was a music town yeah i mean i to be completely honest i wanted to move to new york i was like oh wow heart set on living in new york city and 
Um, I, I hung back in Boston for about six months to save some money uh, after graduation. And I had a lot of friends that ended up moving to New York and, you know, it's just so expensive. It was, mm-hmm. if you're not from a trust fund, if you don't have like, <laughs> a lot of, like help, right, right. Get a lot of jobs to live in New York. And for me, that was like, uh Oh, like I, I knew that I was going to have to have a job and there was absolutely no, like I was, there's no way around that, but I wanted to find something or somewhere that I could live where I didn't have to be working like a nine to five or do something completely un- unrelated. To right. Music. Or like 90 hours a week just to yeah, try yeah. to <laughs> figure out uh, between sleeping and yeah, whatnot to try to write some music. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like I, I was a waitress and a bartender and all of those things, but like I wanted to have a little bit more flexibility. And honestly, Nashville was at the time, I mean, I've lived here for 10 years. Mm -hmm. I moved here in 2011 or 2012. It was like affordable. (laughs) Yeah. Now it's like, because it wasn't that cool yet. (laughs) It's so weird. Yeah. I just moved here like a little over a year ago and it's like, I moved from, from San Diego in Southern California. And I'm like, whoa, like it's rad. I love it here, but I talked to so many people that have moved here recently from California. I was like, wait, what? Like, I didn't know that was a thing, but apparently we've been uh, coming here in masses. <laughs> it's been, it's been so wild to watch. Like, I feel like, you know, just being from the Northeast Nashville has always been so cool, but from mm-hmm. where I'm from, people were like, you're going to move to, you're going to move to Nashville. Like, wow. And I was like, yeah. And they were like, okay, like, have fun with that, you know? And now it's like, Oh, you live in Nashville. Nashville is so cool. Right. And it's like, I told you guys it was going to be cool, but, um, but yeah, it's just funny how it's completely changed and the perception of it has changed too. Oh yeah. From like people in LA or people in New York, like people are like, Oh, Nashville is like so awesome. I'm like, it is. And it always was. Mm -hmm. No. Right. I mean, this is where the best songwriters in the world are. Yeah. And it's just like, the community. I mean, there's just so few places where four songwriters will get up on the same stage and, and play their songs. And it's like, feels like a family, you know, mm-hmm. really get connected to those people and you're in rooms with them. And it's just, I hope that it continues to have like, just that really, really tight knit community feel that it has had, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I hope I, I mean, I guess we'll see, but I, I can't see that changing. I mean, I feel like the artists that live here and it's just such a different vibe than Southern California or LA. And like, it's not, I, I feel like if I, if you're a superstar and you live here, it's not, you're not getting the same, like people bugging you and pictures. And like, I feel like people are more like, like leave them alone in a sense. Like, I don't know. It's weird. It's not like the same um, like media paparazzi vibe. Sure. Sure. A little bit more like be cool. <laughs> right, exactly. And that's what it, like I've noticed. It's just oh. <laughs> be cool. Like you'll see, you know, big country stars in the target and no one's going up and bugging them and trying to like get photos and all that stuff. Yeah. I remember like one of the first, I don't know, it must've been like the first year or two that I was here. I was in the grocery store. It was like Super Bowl Sunday and I was getting like chips and salsa and stuff like that Uh i was like checking out and kelly clarkson was in front of me and i was just like oh my god (laughs) (laughs) 
do not be weird. Make her feel weird. Don't stare at her. But it was hard. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. But if that was LA, there'd be 40 people asking her to yeah, take pictures or, or, you know, yeah, here's my demo. <laughs> like, I feel like it's not as, that's not as, uh, yeah, here, it doesn't happen as much here. Um, okay. So you, you know, get this, you score this TV placement, which is massive. And then from there, are you putting out, you know, more of your own music? I did see you, you used to tour with somebody like you did touring. Yeah. So I, um, yeah. So after that happened, I mean, that was very much like Jill's win and I was so lucky to be a part of it. So I think my mind was just like, okay, like, well, maybe I could have, um, some placements like that with my music and, and maybe, I mean, it was, it was my song that I co-wrote with her, but it was like her song. Right. And so I, I started writing a lot for that stuff and, and other placements started coming in and, um, had a couple of like really good years with all with film and TV. And then, um, yeah. So my, one of my best friends in town, at the beginning of my time in Nashville was Carly Pierce, who's like a huge country star now. Yeah, it's crazy. And my husband works for her and tour manages her. Um, but yeah, she she was working her tail off at the same time that, you know, we were all doing our thing. And um, she got a record deal, which was no surprise to anyone at all. Mm -hmm. And she needed somebody to come out on her radio tour with her. And she was like... Mike's coming, who's my now husband, then mm -hmm. friend. And she was like, would you want to come? And I was like, I think, yes, I do. <laughs> and so I was only supposed to go out for two weeks. And then that ended up being like a year and a half. Wow. Yeah, it was amazing. Like we just got to do so much cool stuff. And I'm, I'm so grateful for that because I think like having been in Nashville, you, um, you get a little bit like – you forget that people just love music, you know, mm -hmm. you forget that like people go to shows to like see artists that they love. And it's, it's not all just like industry, like songwriters watching songwriters all the time. Like I feel like you can fall into here mm -hmm. in a big music city. Um, so I think it just kind of like made me fall back in love with performing. And, and I'm so grateful that I got the chance to, to experience something on that level and it was her first single and it was blowing up. And so to see like the song, just like catching like wildfire across the country, like literally one day, nobody would know the words the next day people were starting to sing it. Then it was like, people were screaming it by the mm -hmm. end. So it was really inspiring, really cool. And yeah, I'm super, super grateful to her for giving me that opportunity. Yeah. So what a cool thing to be a part of. It's so awesome. So cool. Wow. And then do you get back and you're putting out your own songs again or constantly writing your own music? Yeah, I got back and I was like, okay, I, I had stepped away from uh, the band just because I was like, there was just no other time. I couldn't, if I wanted to do my own stuff, there was no time for it. Like, mm -hmm. and so I had to make a hard decision to step away from it. And so I did that and yeah. And then I got back that summer and I was kind of like, okay, what do I want to do now? Like, I, I want to put music out. Um, how do I want it to sound? And over the years, I had been like recording my own vocals and uh, making like my own piano vocal demos. And I was kind of like, okay, like maybe I could try my hand at producing some stuff, mm -hmm. um, you know, just like, let's try. 
And I ended up just like really enjoying having that control of my music. So I just, yeah, I, I put out in 2019, I think I put out like three or four songs um, that I had all produced and the whole thing. And I, top of 2020, like had this EP that I wanted to record. And then of course, like the pandemic hit <sighs> and it was like, okay, well, you know, I have all of this music that I want to record, but my husband is a touring musician, lost his job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I It's so, I mean, it's no secret that it's expensive to record music and put it out, sure. do it the way that you want to do it. Um, producing was helping that, but it's still like, it's still expensive. And so I kind of had to press pause and I went full into a bunch of different film and TV projects. And then, um, you know, once things started getting better, uh, was able to finally like finish the CP and, and now I can put it out. I put it out. So it's like, yeah, it's just kind of been, I feel like since COVID it's been like a weird, like, woo, as we all feel, but right. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's kind of been like, okay, I think I can do this again, you know, like get stuff out there and really chase my artist thing. Cause, uh, yeah, I definitely had to like step back from it for a minute, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, just yeah. to focus and TV project stuff that I knew that like could help our financial situation with sure being lost, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. And Nashville had the worst. I mean, not the anyone had to work as far like COVID, but I mean, it was like, there was a bomb and then there was like a tornado and like, and then it was go, it was like, what is happening? Yeah. It was, it was very weird. I mean, I remember like it, that, night of the tornado I had played a private event downtown and I like got into a cab at like 1130 maybe and went right past like the East Nashville strip that got completely yeah 30 minutes later I mean it was like stormy but you had no idea that it was going to turn into something insane and and yeah, just like how horribly traumatic that was for the entire community. And so many people were affected by that string, mm-hmm. not just Nashville, but like, yeah, that. And then, whoa, the whole world, the whole industry shuts down a week later. It's like, what is going on? It was definitely the strangest time. Yeah. So wild. Um, wow. It happened. Were you able to record the record in a studio or like, I mean, you have stuff there in front of you. Like, do you do any of the recording at your house? Yeah. I recorded um, all of the vocals here. Wow. Um, yeah. I recorded honestly a lot here. And then there was a couple tracks that I co-produced uh, with a producer in town named Andrew Petroff. So we tracked some stuff at his studio and then some at uh will sales studio he's a drummer amazing drummer in nashville um but yeah like nothing there was no formal like studio day tracking day for this stuff it was very like we can try this here we recorded drums back here like oh wow yeah we really just i wanted to take control of it and do it in a way i I wanted to prove to myself that i could do it Um, at home, especially because I was working on it all through COVID. Um, I just wanted to be able to do as much as I could, you know? Mm -hmm. And yeah, so we did, I'd say 60% of it was tracked right here. That's amazing. 
Yeah. Well, congratulations. I mean, the record's out. It's awesome. Are you doing, obviously, I don't know if you're going to be doing a tour to support it, but are you playing out in support of the, of the EP? I've got some shows uh, in June and playing Musicians Corner and playing uh, one night at the five spot with Nicole Boggs in the reel. They're amazing. Um, and yeah, I think I am going to do like some, some listening rooms like in this region and, and just try to get back out there and, and connect with real listeners. And it's like my absolute favorite part. So definitely want to do that. Amazing. Well, I appreciate your time, Elise. Thank you so much for doing this. Of course. Yeah, no, it was awesome to talk to you. Thanks for taking the time. Of course. Uh, I have one more quick question. I want to know if you have any advice for aspiring artists. Oh, I feel like I'm always like, just, do you have any advice for me, artists? Um, <laughs> uh, advice, you know, I just think like if there's any way to just really be yourself and and not ever compromise what you like to sound like or what you like to sing or the kind of songs you like to write. I think it's hard sometimes in uh, the climate that we all live in to feel like we don't have to do something that somebody else is doing. We don't have to sound like everything else. You know, I think try to find what's yours and, and really go after it. Bring it back, baby.